state and still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, aka Black Bruce Wayne, here with Ali, aka AD is on the way. Raj, aka Unwritten Rules. I read that as Addison the way. It was very. <laughs> <laughs> you capitalize all of that, so I was well, like, yes. Well, I can't, like, it doesn't allow you to do any lowercase oh, yeah. names. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, Raj uses the hyphens to, Ooh, like... That's smart. You know. That's smart. But then I can't see his full name. It, like, blocks it oh, out. Yeah. You just gotta guess. Oh, no. With mine, you just gotta think Addison. Yeah. I thought it was, like, a Drake reference, like, Adidon. I thought you just had a typo or something. Addison. Addison. Get it? Get it, son? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> well done. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is a Laker. Still hasn't hit me. Nope. <laughs> I see it and I and I believe it, but it just hasn't hit me. Just like the LeBron one, it didn't hit me fully until I saw him in a jersey. That's when it was like for the first time I was like, "Whoa, okay, this is kind of weird." I'll say once he practices at the facility, I think he'll he'll really hit. Before we get into what this means uh, for the Lakers' future, uh, just a quick requiem for what it means for the Lakers' past. We watched one half decade of crappy Lakers basketball. And with that trade, we have no more lottery picks to show for it. And to be completely honest, like I don't think we got Kuzma because of the D'Lo trade. We're not going to relitigate that. Mm-hmm. But we got that pick because of the D'Lo trade. So we underwent half a decade of crappy basketball and have no none of the Lakers' own draft picks to show for it, which is... Uh, everything aside, uh, we're going to get into Anthony Davis. We're going to get into the Lakers' future. But that right there, I think that is what hit me first. Agreed. Kuzma's the longest-tenured Laker right now. Yeah, shout-out to Kuzma. He <laughs> played the game correctly. Kuzma has a bright future in, in Michigan politics. I'll say that <laughs> for sure. I'll vote for him for mayor of Flint. <laughs> hey, he wanted to stay a Laker, and he did what he had to do. I respect it. Yep. He played the mama mentality. He, he he swindled everything. I mean, all that aside, the, the dude can also shoot. Yes. Yeah. He, and, he struggled last season, but yes. And we need that with LeBron and Anthony Davis. So he did struggle. I don't want to gloss over that at all. You're 100 percent right. I remember seeing uh, on NBA on like NBA stats, LeBron last season. The person he had the mo- his most assist to was Kuzma. So I mean. I guess like their chemistry is the highest out of any of the Laker players. So, but I mean, Lonzo was injured for a lot of it, and so was Ingram, but so was LeBron. Well, the way the roster works out, their chemistry exists more so. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, how'd you uh, how did you find out about the uh, Anthony Davis trade? What was the what was the sequence of events? Raj, you say yours first. Okay, so I fell asleep. I mean, I I didn't think that this would happen. So I just took a nap in the middle of the day. <laughs> then I woke up, and then I just see all these tweets. Anthony Davis, I just thought people were talking about it. And then I see, like, oh, yeah, when AD is here or by Ingram. I'm like, what? It's done? And I found out, I found out like, two hours later than everybody. Got texts all on the phone, like, somebody check on Raj. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. So I, that's how I found out. That's a pretty great way to find out. Two hours late, though? <laughs> I know, I know. I w- it would be even better if you were dreaming about AD and then you were like, oh, it came true. <laughs> that would have been crazy. Imagine if he was dreaming about that and saw that. That would be like, 
I would ask you to go to sleep like right before <laughs> free agency <laughs> and dream about some stuff. Um, I found out literally the same way I found out about LeBron. I was just sitting on my couch, literally on my phone, and just got because I have it on. Well, just tweets on um on notifications like whenever he tweets anything. So just me sitting on my couch seeing a Woj bomb, just classic, classic NBA fan story. Do you guys have Woj on like your notifications turned on? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh, okay. I have I have for Woj, I have for Shams, and I have it for Shelburne. See, I don't. I'd rather find out through the timeline because that's how I wanted to find out. And it, you wanted it further. <laughs> yeah, I wanted like to find out from like Laker fans. <laughs> And it did not happen. <laughs> no, it didn't. Woj was the first thing that showed up on the timeline. So. <laughs> I was I was sitting at work and and I like I said I have the Woj notifications on, but I, I hadn't looked at my phone or like I, my phone was on silent. But I got the notification at like six twenty seven, and my roommate calls me at six twenty eight. So I, I there was a minute of time where I didn't see my phone, and he goes, "Bruh," and I'm like, "What's up, dog? Like, what's going on?" And he just he, he just broke the news from. I was getting ready to watch some WNBA basketball. I was chilling, and then and then my world was shaken. <laughs> Toronto got to enjoy their title for like twenty hours, I think. Dude, nobody at all on Sports Center was talking about that. Nobody was talking about Toronto at all. I felt ki- I'm not gonna lie. I felt kind of bad. I was like, they they still need their moment. They had it's been two days. Man, they they're they're in Vegas drinking Ace of Spades and eating poutine. They'll be just fine. We got we got basketball to talk about, man. Le- Le- LeBron is also in Vegas. Hmm. He was at yeah. the Aces game last night. Yeah, actually. no, LeBron's uh, in Vegas. No, two nights ago. Two nights ago. I remember seeing a tweet, but I didn't know. I don't remember who tweeted it. Was saying how like LeBron was seen talking to Kawhi, and I was like, ah, if that's true, <laughs> I am sure he was. <laughs> Recruitment season started. Um, any, any residual sadness, uh, we're losing Lonzo, we're losing Josh, we're losing Brandon. Um, Brandon Ingram was previously the longest tenured Laker, uh, on the team, which just shows like such a clear delineation of, of past, present, and future. Um, yeah, I was, I was really sad at first. I, I wanted to keep Lonzo or Brandon, mm-hmm. um, just for what those guys can do. It makes sense to keep Kuzma, keep Kuzma because he's, he's just, he's ready right now. And those other guys don't necessarily fit the timeline as much, but it's just it's still sad a little bit to me. I like I said, it, I, the trade still hasn't even hit me, so I feel like they're still, you know, in a sense, Lakers. But <laughs> yeah, it it is sad because I again, it's just same thing with D'Lo. Like it's like same age range and stuff like that with me. Mm-hmm. So it's like you kind of are attached to those players, uh, and I just know I'm never gonna buy a young player's jersey again because this stuff <laughs> keeps happening. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to really miss, uh, you know, I'm gonna miss all three, but like, especially with Ingram and Lonzo, I feel like Laker fans are a little bit closer with, yeah. uh, it's just, it's going to be weird seeing them in another Jersey, but I think the Pelican situation is going to be really nice for them. So like, I'm excited for that. It was the same thing with like how I felt with D'Lo. Like I'm obviously going to miss him a lot, but that situation they're going to is going to be a really good one for them. Yeah, like the last six years, the best part of the season was watching young guys develop, right? Like that was the whole point of even tuning in. And now we have none of them on the roster, which is kind of sad. I can't wait for the whole, uh, everybody talking about how Brandon Ingram's a star next season when he like, because I mean, there's a chance that he becomes an all-star next season. And (laughs) I can't wait for everyone saying like, wow, Lakers were so impatient with him, stuff like that to come out. So 
Um, that's the first thing I like. That's not the first thing, but that's one of the first few things I thought of when the trade happened. Is like how their the view of those players is going to change dramatically while they're in New Orleans. Oh yeah, it already has. Like Lonzo goes yeah. from like a guy who can't shoot to an amazing defender <laughs> in Draymond Green at the point guard position. You know, yeah. like it just it's going to flip so quickly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're already seeing like Drew and Lonzo best defensive backcourt in the league. Yeah. Meanwhile, like Lonzo was an average defender. I know. All last year. Yeah. That pisses me off. But it's so I'm still. Cool. I'm like like you guys. Like I'm. I'm happy. I'm gonna be watching. Pelicans usually play at 8. Lakers play at 10.30, so I'm going to be watching hours and hours of basketball back-to-back next season. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm i just so curious to see, like, because their team is going to be Drew, Lonzo, uh, Ingram, Zion, and then I wonder who their five is going to be. That's like, I, I, every part of me is kind of hoping it's going to be Julius Randle, just at the starting five, just Man. to see that, and then Josh Hart off the bench. I, I still have to, like, tell myself Josh Hart is in that deal. Because all I keep thinking about is Lonzo and Ingram, and then I remember that they threw also Josh Hart, which is which is crazy. Would have been really nice to uh, to keep Josh. It would have been real nice. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. I'm curious because I remember the initial reports. Like I feel like the Pelicans would have done that without Josh Hart, but I also think Lakers maybe might have not wanted that cap space. On yeah. Him, so I don't know. Who who did you guys like first see as like the saddest to go? Like when you first saw that deal, like who or was it just both of them that you were like, damn? It it was both, but mainly Ingram. Ingram was yeah. my favorite of the group. Like I I don't have a Lonzo jersey. I have an Ingram jersey. Like I Ingram was the guy who I thought was gonna be like the best out of all mm-hmm. of the young Lakers. Like I even like was saying like he'll be better than D'Lo. Like all that. I I know he will be. Yeah, I'm a big feel guy, so it was Zo for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys know I have a BBB hoodie. Right. Um, I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan. I, I freestyled big baller, got the bars once upon a time. Um, <laughs> and I just think like as the, as the, as the, the point guard, like it's important to have a defender. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, we're set forever. Like he will be able to defend whatever point guard he's up against. And he'll never like, he'll never have a problem with, with giving up shots. Like every stars will want to play with him because they know they'll get easy buckets. I felt like he was like a conduit to having a sustainable basketball future. So. Yeah, I mean, you could see by the way he was playing on the court, he changed up, he changed how they played when he was on the court. It was insane. It was way more fun to watch when Lonzo was on the court, mm-hmm. and I would have loved to seen Lonzo with AD and LeBron. That would have been crazy. But you know, you have to give up these certain players for AD. Yeah, everyone was asking like, who would you rather keep? And I was undecided until today. I figured out I wanted Ingram to stay. Like once the trade hit, I was like, damn. He's gone. Sober. Yeah. Sober. It's crazy because I obviously like Ingram the most. Uh, but when I was thinking of that, I actually would always think Lonzo was the best fit with those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Cause I Lon- think that, that definitely influenced me a little bit as well. Yeah. I still like Ingram more. I think he's going to be the better player. But I was just thinking fit-wise, who would make that team better and make more sense to keep? I think it was Ingram. I mean, sorry. Sorry, not Ingram. Lonzo. Yeah. yeah, everyone's talking about uh, Lonzo lobs to Zion, and I'm like, what about Lonzo lobs to Anthony Davis? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been even better. All right, well, we've talked about uh, former Lakers for about 10 minutes They're now. They're not former Lakers. Oh, that hurt. Don't do that. Don't yeah, do that. that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, oh, man. <laughs> right to the heart. 
Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it to you guys. The trade's <laughs> not finalized yet. All right, like it's <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's crazy to me too because I want. I like. I was gonna get a uh, D'Lo Brooklyn jersey this summer, but then I realized he might not be there anymore. Um, and so I want a Ingram Pelicans jersey, but I don't want to wear a Pelicans jersey. I hate them. After everything they've done, I hate them. <laughs> That was like Anakin Skywalker burning on Mustafar. I hate you! <laughs> this, this feels a little different than D'Lo, though, right? Like, D'Lo, I think I was more angry, because I was like, what the hell are we doing here? Yeah, D'Lo, we were shocked as hell. Yeah, I was more pissed off. Like, you just gave him for cap space. At least this, you get, like, something back. We got Brooke Lopez, Lopez but... Um, Not for long. Yeah, that's true. But um, we got something, actually, like, that's worth it. At least with this one. D'Lo, I was more like, what the hell? Yeah, this was D'Lo was just this was bittersweet. Right. D'Lo was just bitter. Yeah, like, exactly. I was like, the, even though we got Kuz, I was like the twenty seventh pick. <laughs> we better resign Brook Lopez. And like in hindsight, they were never ever going to resign Brook Lopez. Like that was just not going to happen. Topic um, topic for later in this podcast. But I would love Brook Lopez on the Lakers now. Yeah. Hell's hell's yeah. like um, Brook and AD would be fun. Yeah. All right, before we get to filling out the roster, let's talk about the crown jewel. Guys, Anthony freaking Davis. All right? <laughs> like, like, and I, I said this. I was sad when it happened. Um, you know, I, I, tweet, I tweeted out some emotional stuff. I went mm-hmm. to sleep. I tried to spark up the AD LeBron uh, Lakers team on 2K, but the trade didn't work because I didn't. I had to accept <laughs> the options. And, the, and, and in my league, the dates don't line up. So like I had to accept the options after the draft. So I couldn't trade number four. It was just trash. So I haven't gotten a chance to, to have fun with it yet. But I'm going to have fun right now. Yo, he's an amazing basketball player. Yeah. And he's 26 oh, no years old. Oh, no and Top all indications. Like people were, we were, we, people were talking about him top 10 at least last year. Yeah. Like... He's a Laker, and most likely until he's like 31 years old. Until he's 40. <laughs> I sweatingly hope. <laughs> no, yeah. I. they're easily the best like one-two combo in the NBA. Like, you could you could argue Steph and KD, but obviously with, unfortunately, KD's injury, mm-hmm. th- that stuff, like that, right now I truly believe it's LeBron and AD. Like, I can't think of any other combo that beats that. Yeah, he was like leading the league in scoring last year before he got like put on the minutes restriction. I think people forget that he averaged like twenty nine and thirteen, just like absurd. And it looked it looked so easy for him. Like watching his highlights, like he looks like he's like in a pickup game and just like toying. It's it's insane. Just wait till he has the best teammate he's ever had in his life on his. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. He's never like, had anyone close to LeBron. The guy had a defensive box plus minus of three point nine last year. Like the dude is Jesus. the dude is crazy. <laughs> dude is insane. Um, I, I've been my favorite. Uh, I've just been watching like blocks all all morning yeah. long. Like yeah. his best defensive plays. Uh, yeah, man. I just whoo, man. And when he I'm blocks, when he blocks, he keeps it in play. You know, like it's like insane. He has like not perfect a, perfect touch. Like it's not a DeAndre block. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, just a, I, I'm, I'm on basketball reference now, so they have their similarity scores. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to like win shares, uh, career win shares, mm-hmm. his similarity scores, uh, three out of the first four, Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler, Paul George. Just throwing that out there. Damn. 
Just throwing that out there. So we ended up getting Paul George. Hey. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, we got someone better than Paul George, no. It all comes full circle. <laughs> um Yeah, like I and I don't I don't know I don't know exactly how LeBron and, and Anthony Davis fit together. I don't know if LeBron is going to be the um the the high post facilitator he was at the beginning of the year. I don't know if he's gonna be the point forward that he was um from about I don't know, like early December on. Right. Um, I'm I'm not sure, but it's um like it's it's a great it's a great block of clay to to look to mold right now. What I love most about Anthony Davis is not just, like he's a good rim protector, but he also like is amazing like in the perimeter too. Like I'm looking at oh, yeah. NBAStats.com, and like greater than 15 feet, opponents shoot 36 percent against him. Wow! Like. Like that's you is might as well last, be a perimeter defender. Is this last season? This was last season, so mm-hmm. fifty six games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. No, I'm sorry. Thirty one percent. How foolish of me. <laughs> uh. That's like that's insane. That's yeah. insane to me. Yeah. Agreed. We just, dude. I can't. I like. Again, it hasn't even hit me. I can't believe that eighties on the Lakers. It's unreal. Yeah. I mean, he like destroyed a team that went to the Western Conference Finals this year. Like, if you watch the playoffs last year. They like swept Portland, and he he dominated that series. I think we forget really quickly, but man, I, yeah, I mean, like he showed himself. Like it, it was bad because Portland, like Portland, was just on, but he showed himself to be a solid playoff performer, yeah. and he's also shown himself to be like we we need sixteen game guys, mm-hmm. but like right. the I guess the one thing I'm concerned not concerned about is like I want the coaching staff to like. I'm not going to say Kawhi load management, mm-hmm. but like they got to stagger Braun and AD a bit. Right. I, I want them both to be healthy mm-hmm. in 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 May, in April and May. Yep. More yeah. so with LeBron than with AD. 100%. Easily. Right. And like you said, Raj, earlier, AD just makes the game look so easy. Man. It looks so effortless. I, I remember last year he, he played against the Lakers on a minutes restriction. And, like, he was just there to break a sweat. And I think he put up, like, 25, 12, and, like, 6 on, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> in, like, 20 minutes of work. The the young core was, like, going crazy, I remember. And then he's just out there just jogging, <laughs> catching lobs. Like, it was, like, you know, like, he's at the park. No, AD's a legit matchup nightmare. Like, it's, like, there's very few people who can actually guard him. Yeah. And, like, the looks that he's going to get from lebron just blows my mind like we we talk about the number of 33 percent like field goal percentage but he shot 37.7 on catch and shoot threes and like lebron's gonna have so much gravity that those catch and shoot threes are gonna be even more wide open he shot 36.8 percent anthony davis did on wide open threes so like i don't know man if our i know he doesn't like to be called a center but he's a center if our center is shooting 36 percent on wide open threes, like, all right, jack him. Like, throw him up. If Anthony Davis does not want to be called a center, I will not call him a center. <laughs> he is he is our power forward. No. We, that, I will listen to whatever he says. No. <laughs> He's not Whatever a you would like, Mr. Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to L.A. What would you like? Power forward? Sure, you've got a power forward. Oh, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> no, but he's, yeah, he's a center. <laughs> um, so, we have our front court of... Oh wait, wait! Before we get before we get there, we have to discuss the picks. I apologize. Have to discuss. I hate, I hate talking Ooh. about this. So let's uh, uh, shout out shout out to to Ramona for for sort of 
or was it was it Ramona or was it Tanya Ganguly? I think it's Tanya. The place? I think Tanya, it was Tanya. Yeah. My bad. I was on I was on Ramona's timeline and I saw it, but I was like, that's a retweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so 2021 is <laughs> reverse protected. Mm-hmm. Uh, so wait, wait. Before we get there, number four obviously goes to New Orleans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2021 goes to New Orleans if it's top eight. So mm-hmm. if something disastrous happens and we're bad, right. Otherwise, we keep our pick if all goes to plan in 2021. So if that 2021 pick doesn't go to New Orleans, New Orleans gets the next year's unprotected first. Mm -hmm. Then there's a pick swap in 2023. New Orleans gets the Lakers unprotected first in 2024. And if they don't like it, they can defer to 2025. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, that is a lot of uh, contingencies. That's a lot of control that the Pelicans have over our our drafting. But we don't have a pick this year. We have our own pick next year. Mm -hmm. If everything goes to plan, we'll have our own pick the year after that. Yeah. Then we lose it the year after that. We have New Orleans's pick most likely in 2023, unless like you know, God, like I, I don't know what's gonna happen, but we'll have a pick in 2023. Yeah. Right. So we won't have a pick in 2024. Like we still end up with a handful of picks, and I know that like having other teams control your picks that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. But the way the way that you know, uh, not Lakers bloggers, but other journalists are acting, it's like, oh man, the Lakers really mortgage the future. <laughs> like, we still have our pick next year. We're probably gonna have it the year after that. And like, granted, those picks won't be lottery picks, but we can draft some 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 three year, four year guys who are ready to play because those are the type of players we're gonna need. We're not gonna need young lottery guys with p- potential because screw yeah. potential at this point. Um, so like after read after the clarification, it's a lot. I'm not saying it's not a lot, but it's not nearly as um, mortgage the future esque as uh, as I think people are making it out to be. Am I wrong? I the only thing I don't like. You're you're right. You're totally right. The only thing I don't like about the trade is how like far into the future it mm-hmm. messes with our picks. Mm-hmm. Um, but granted, we're supposed to be better than the Pelicans in these next few years till like 2024. So if we are, that shouldn't matter at all. Right. And I don't know, these picks kind of go with Anthony Davis's age, right? That's kind of how I see this. So even in like 2024, which is in, I think, like around five years. 80 is barely 30, 31. And then if you get the max guy this summer, another max guy around 27. So if you have two max guys on your team, you shouldn't be picking that high anyway. So I don't think New Orleans would want to swap in that instance. So. But if you're asking the bird rights, LeBron is 40, and that's the way <laughs> we're going to be terrible. It was hilarious. When they put that, somebody's like, yeah, and then Zion asked for a trade that year. So, I mean... <laughs> which is rude but i mean that's hilarious i wrote a poem to them i thought i enjoyed that poem oh yeah it was eloquent it was perfect thank you you. (laughs) really beautiful um (laughs) the thing that i also love is that um well not love about about the the trade but it's um i i think it it deserves some uh some note some some notoriety is that like you look at the 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 free agent class for when LeBron's contract is up, so mm-hmm. like three years. And granted, they're going to be older guys. Like I'm not even going to pretend that they're not going to be older guys. Mm-hmm. But um, like if the if the contracts are, are set up correctly, then you're dealing with an opportunity to to really sign some sign some guys to go along with AD. Now I'm not saying like like you know uh, uh what a 36 year old James Harden. Or like, you know, a 35-year-old Drew Holiday. But Gary Harris is going to be a free agent, 
You know, Zach mm-hmm. Levine's going to be a free agent. Like you can fill you can fill up the roster with free agents to help help help. Uh, granted, this is three years in the future, but to sort of help assuage those fears of having no draft picks. Granted, probably going to have to overpay at that point in time. But yeah, it is what it is, man. Like you you start to plan out that you start to plan out ahead, and you realize like you know there are things we can do here. Right, it's moves you got to make for a guy like eighty. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, um, I don't know if you follow Josh Eberly on Twitter, but he made a good point. Like, teams like the Knicks and the Kings have been drafting for 13 years in the lottery, and they haven't got a player even close to as good as Anthony Davis. Like, maybe Cousins for the Kings, but... Yeah, well, the Knicks did have Porzingis. Oh, yeah. Not saying he's as good as AD, but they had him. They did have him. And gave him away for a chance at Kyrie and Katie. They gave him away for... Also, I mean, just because they thought maybe Zion was on the way. Yeah. Zion's not on the way. Um. All, all these moves really, like, you got to think about it. These All these moves, like, were perfect for the Lakers that happened, in a sense. Like, the Knicks not getting the first pick. If the Knicks had the first pick, they were getting they were getting AD. It was over, in my, in my opinion. I think I said that earlier, too. Like, yeah. if, the, if they had that pick and they thought, you know, KD was coming and Kyrie... They would have made that trade in a heartbeat. At least I think. Yeah. <laughs> because he listed the Lakers and Knicks as the two de- as, as his two destinations. So the but, fact that it was the Pelicans who got the first pick, so they were more willing to trade <laughs> AD for maybe a not as great package, even though like that package we sent was just fine. Um, everything was suited up perfectly for the Lakers to make this trade. What's crazy is I think if we got the number one pick, we would have still given up all of this. Like just how oh, I see that this went down. I disagree. I, you don't think so? You think you think they would have done Lonzo, Ingram, and the first yeah. pick? Yeah, I think Ooh. they would have. If they did, I would have freaked out. Because I mean, look what happened. We gave up three extra first round picks. Yeah, but it's not. A, none of those are going to be first picks. Knock on wood. Please don't let any of those be first picks. <laughs> that's that's true. It's just the way I see like <clears throat> the negotiations that went down. You know. Yeah. But maybe because it's Zion, it'd be different. But. Yeah, I think if you if the Lakers just offered Zion and like I don't know, let's just say Hart and two future firsts, I think mm-hmm. that gets it done. I I don't uh I I tend to agree with you, Raj, and it's not just like it's 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 about it's about one the value and also like the salaries like they yeah. the lakers had dreams of max of of having three max superstars on the roster and like they were gonna have to get rid of the salary you know right. like maybe we keep josh you know instead instead of sending him away but i feel like lonzo and ingram if we were gonna get anthony davis like lonzo and ingram are gonna be gone with one, four, three, two, whatever. Listen, if the Lakers traded Zion, Ingram, and Lonzo for Anthony Davis, I would have had to fight someone. <laughs> you say that now. You say that until you see that that purple and gold twenty three, and I ain't talking about Bron Bron. I know. I under. I oh yeah. I think. I, <laughs> like, I genuinely believe that that AD or LeBron switching to six. One, it sells more jerseys, and two, then AD gets twenty three. But then I'll be furious because I have a LeBron twenty three jersey, and I'll be like, "What? No, this is not okay." What if they just both wear 23? I mean, it's cool with me. <laughs> Let them do what they want. I don't think it's cool with the refs. Uh, that's true. Oh, Who's that the foul be... on? I don't know. <laughs> 23, tall. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so so speaking of salary, speaking of max space, uh, the Lakers with this trade, if the trade is executed um, you know, after free agency, 
The Lakers, well, I'm sorry, after what? It's July 6th. July 6th, after the start of free agency. After, after the moratorium, I guess, July 6th? Yeah, so when um, the league moves on to its next year. I'm, yes. I think that's how it works. Yes, after the, the, the league fiscal year starts after right. the moratorium of free agency. The Lakers will have 32, what, 32.4, 32.5, something like that, um, yeah. million in cap space. If the Pelicans don't wait... Uh, or don't you know allow the Lakers to wait if they, if they if they want that trade to happen sooner the Lakers will end up with um, twenty eight million or twenty three million twenty eight million twenty three million mm-hmm. twenty three million in cap space um, now before we hopped on the podcast I saw some tweets on the timeline that referenced a, a Adrian Wojnarowski comment that the Pelicans will not be waiting uh, and that the Lakers will only have twenty three million in cap space. I would like to uh, address both of those scenarios. Um, I, I I would be very shocked if uh, if that's the case. If the mm-hmm. Lakers end up with only twenty three million in cap space, um, especially given how generous the trade offer was. Exactly. I'd be I'd be upset. Yeah, because then the trade doesn't really make much. I mean, obviously you get AD, but then you could have kept one of Lonzo or. Ingram, you know, you would have fought harder for that. Yeah. The point of giving all of that away was so you have that three minutes. And I feel like that's still what's happening. I mean, that hasn't been reported yet. It was, it was, um, just, I think it was like rumored for now. I think it was, wasn't it on Sports Center? It was Woj on Sports Center. Mm hmm. You know Woj, though, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Woj be talking about the Lakers. I don't know. I don't know. I'm He's sure got... we'll find out, like, for sure today. Yeah. Or we'll see. He's got that Celtics water on his backpack, so it might, it might be a little heavy. Just, just, just holding it, man. Yeah. Just carrying it around. Just carrying it. It's very frustrating, but we'll see. Um, if if that's the case, if the Lakers only have twenty three million in cap space, this offseason looks very different. Uh, the fan base has a very different sentiment. Um, I, I don't even want to talk about it, to be honest with you. That yeah. would be very frustrating. Yeah. Uh, if the Pelicans do wait. Uh, and the and the Lakers and Pelicans agree to wait until after the moratorium. The Lakers have the chance to sign a max free agent. Throwing the question out there: Which max free? What? Not even which. What is your uh, your priority list uh, of of the four? Uh, I guess the four possible free agents. I'm assuming Kevin Durant's not coming. We have mm-hmm. Kyrie, Kemba, Kawhi, and Jimmy Butler. I'm also assuming Clay isn't coming. Um, but of those four, what's your What's your priority list? One through four. How do you rank those possibilities? Should we should we all just go like at once saying one and then two and then three? Or should we just all give our list? I think you should give your whole list first. Who wants to go? <laughs> uh, I can go. So okay. it's first it's Kawhi, obviously. I think you take the best player. Kawhi? No. <laughs> I think it's Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, yeah, I think you take arguably the best in the conversation for the best player in the world. And then I switch this up. A couple of days. It used to be Jimmy, and then I was like tantalizing with a Kyrie, AD, LeBron kind of trio. Like even though Kyrie has this off the court stuff, like I don't know how you guard that. And then I'd go Jimmy, and then Kemba is my list. All right, my mind goes Kawhi first as well. Um, after that, it's really tough because I think Lakers need a point guard, so I want to say Kyrie. But I just I like Jimmy's defense a lot, mm-hmm. and so I'm saying Jimmy. And there's a reason why we'll get into it later, but I I'll, I'll say later why I say Jimmy second, third is Kyrie, fourth is Kemba. 
Uh, my list and sentiment is the same as Raj. I used to be a Jimmy Jimmy second guy, mm-hmm. but um, like <laughs> Kyrie, AD, and LeBron offensively, like they're just gonna put up 120 points a game, like yeah. on average. Mm-hmm. And now that the Warriors are no longer the Warriors next year, I have I don't see a team scoring with them at all. Right. I'm. Should I say why I say Jimmy second? Please enlighten us both. I just, I, I really like the idea. Someone tweet, I forgot who tweeted this at me, and I really like this idea. It's just signing Patrick Beverly as a starting point guard and then having Jimmy. Like, that defense would just be so fun to watch. They'd, they'd be pesky and annoying and tough. But, yeah, exactly, and I would hate him on any other team. Mm-hmm. But then when they're on your team, you're like, okay, I can handle this. Yeah, that I mean, that sounds very attractive. Right. Um. We kind of just ditched Lonzo and Ingram. So, like, defense, don't even care about that anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm moving forward. Other side of the ball is all that matters now. <laughs> Offense wins championships. <laughs> we changing it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the quote's completely different now. Toronto showed that. <laughs> um, so, if, if the Lakers do sign a max free agent, uh, we've discussed this. There will be not a lot of available money to be spent on free agents. Uh, from Larry Kuhn, we'll have um, the room mid-level, about four point something, around four million. Uh-huh. Um, and then after that, like we we don't we don't have another exception until next year. Um, so it'll be veteran minimums. Yep. It'll be the room exception and veteran minimums. Now that room exception, like I don't, there's really no point in trying to split that amongst two players because then you're just giving two minimum salaries mm-hmm. um how much so is the room ex- exception it's gonna be like four a little over four million okay. yeah it's like 4.8 i believe so it's pretty almost five okay. million dollars okay thank you that that makes a that makes a huge difference actually yeah um, that's not terrence ross money that is not <laughs> terrence ross money not even close not even not even cl- especially in this market um he hangs up I- on you if you try that <laughs> <laughs> Um, so unfortunately, Terrence Ross will not be a Laker, most likely. That is, um, that is, however, some Reggie Bullock money. Exactly. Exactly. Possibly. He might get more, but I don't think so. Um, you know what would be hilarious? If that was KCP money? Oh, don't, don't, oh, no. don't, don't, don't do that. You know what? I, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I, my hope, I know no one wants KCP. My hope is that we, we get him to sign a veteran minimum. I was going to say that. Because like it's it's a veteran minimum, we have we'll have his bird rights because it will he will have been on the team for three years, and then it doesn't matter because at this point we need bodies, man. Yeah, I was gonna say I as much as I was preaching, don't bring him back. Like, there's not that many better options. Like with the amount of money we have and everything, like you said, we need bodies. Yeah. Like I I would personally like rather have Wayne Ellington, you know, than KCP just because like I feel like a change of scenery would be nice, but yeah. I again, you can't be too picky now. What makes me feel good is that there's no way Rondo takes a veteran minimum. So you never know gonna, that he's gonna get more than that. He, I'm pretty sure. Ooh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Should I prepare? Like, I'm. I've, I've already like celebrated that he's not coming back. Like, is that is that too early? Yeah, way, if way we don't too sign, early. yeah, if we don't sign Kyrie, then like, like I think the Lakers would rather sign Jimmy Butler over Kemba. And if we don't sign a point guard like Kemba or Kyrie, then it, it's it's Rondo. They like it. <laughs> no, no, 
it is Rondo. Like we got to get get ready for it. I'll take AD back. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to return one Anthony Davis, please. I have the receipt. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like I don't know. I, I think the Kyrie. I don't think it's a long shot. The Kyrie thing, but I, I just think there's too much Brooklyn noise and New York noise. Yeah. But like lining up, sorry, Rondo, Jimmy Butler, Kuz, Ing- um, Ingram. D- damn. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> that was, oh, Kuz, Braun, and Anthony Davis. That's nice. You hope, like, I don't know what veteran minimum point guards are going to come here. I, I hope we don't have to rely on Isaac Bonga to be our backup point guard, but. Bonga, like I don't, I don't know if K- KCP is gonna be here. Probably, maybe we resign Lance. You better, you better, you better recognize and open your eyes that Carmelo Anthony will be on this Lakers team next year, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe like you know a Dwayne Dedman. Like I, I thought you were gonna say Dwayne the, Wade. She, I mean, sh- no, I'm just kidding. He's retired. <laughs> um, like. It's not a. Uh, it's not great, but it could be much worse. Like Mo Wagner's gonna have to play. You know what I'm saying? Like Jamario Jones is gonna have to play. And I'm not even upset at that because they no. need horses. Like that we're gonna. There are gonna be a lot of undrafted free agents on the summer league team. There are gonna be a lot of undrafted free agents in training camp. And like a couple of them probably are gonna have the ability to, to play for the Lakers next year because they're gonna need horses to run. And I was looking through the list of like available point guards this summer and free agency. And, like, there's players like Darren Collison and Corey Joseph and players like that, but, like, none of them will take the vet minimum. That's why I feel like someone like Patrick Beverly would be willing to for a championship. Um, That's why I always bring him up. But, like, just looking through the list, there's not that many fantastic options. There's Jeremy Lin's there. I would would love to see him. I, I think he would take the vet minimum as a backup point guard. I mean, he did that this year, didn't he? For Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. I believe so, but I'm not 100% sure either. Yeah. Um, Quinn Cook is there, but he's a restricted free agent. Yeah, I think he's staying. Yeah. Caruso? Uh, I forgot no, about I, Caruso. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, no, 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 for sure. I want I want Caruso back 100%. Like, out of, like, these people on the list, as a backup point guard, I would love to keep Caruso. Yeah. Prob- it's, again, a money problem, though, because you can't bring Caruso back, I don't think, until you renounce him to get the max space. I think if they have to renounce him. So, we'll see. Yeah, there's just not a lot of point guards available, guys. There's Jose Calderon. Oh, God. (laughs) We saw that movie before. There's Michael (laughs) Carter-Williams. Hold on. When I was in Toronto (laughs) at Game 5, I saw, like, three Toronto Raptors Jose Calderon jerseys. I just... I And I... I'm so confused. Yeah. He was Kyle Lowry before Kyle Lowry, right? Like, I think he was their point guard, like... That was set there for a while. I remember he had just, some ridiculous free throw, like he broke some oh, free yeah. throw record there or something like that. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um Ooh, Raymond Felton's a free agent this summer. Stop it now. Devin when you Harris. Said, ooh, I was like, nah. and then you said Raymond Felton. I was like <laughs> Like there are guys I wish we could have signed, but I don't know like but I don't know if they're gonna take five million dollars. Like if Corey Joseph takes five million dollars, I'm happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't know if he does. Like like if Ricky Rubio takes five million dollars, I'm also happy. What about David Stockton? <laughs> oh man. So so there's an argument that it might be better to not get the third star and just fill the roster out. What what do you guys think of that? I think Toronto proved that you can win a championship by not having, you know, like that many stars. 
Um, but, I mean, like, it sounds nicer to have the three, but you can. You can win the championship by just filling it out. But I just hope that they fill it out the right way if they do end up doing it that way, you know? I think when you start to... Like, the thing about having a max superstar, and I'm stealing some some words here... Thing about having a max superstar is like that uh, the max superstar that salary that's set like that value is set like we know what that value is what right. impact that's gonna have but when you start trying to like guess about free agents who are less than that like you start having to evaluate them by yourself or bid against other teams uh-huh. and when that starts happening like you lose a little bit of control you know what I mean like yeah. if we sign Jimmy Butler for thirty million dollars like boom. We have Jimmy Butler, a max value player at max salary. But if we're trying to like pry Corey Joseph away from Indiana, we might have to end up overpaying him to pry him from Indiana, in which case we are wasting some of our spending power. Um, Also, if we have three max stars, like, bro, not everybody needs to play every night. Like, this is the new NBA, man. Like, if we end up with Jimmy, LeBron, and AD... All right, AD, you're off Tuesdays and Fridays. Like, Jimmy, you're off Mondays and Wednesdays. Bron plays every week. And like, like, man, like, there are things you can do to keep everyone fresh. Like, you can stagger. And as long as you have two of those guys playing in a game, I'm, like, exaggerating. But I'm, like, seriously, as long as you have two of those guys on the floor, like, you can stagger during the, like, you can win a lot of games in a lot of different ways the more star talent you have on your team. The minute you start having less star talent, yeah. you start depending on good players being great on a night-to-night basis. And and nah. I was going to say, when you said that, I just picture AD going to Vogel's office and like, what's my schedule this week? <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> That's hilarious. They go to the locker room, their schedule's printed on their locker. Yeah. <laughs> I don't play Sacramento this week? Awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, I, it's so crazy to me how wide open the West is. Yeah. Like, we haven't seen it this wide open in a while. That's which the other thing for a bad this, reason, yeah. though. It's for a bad reason, which I'm not yeah. happy about, but... No, of course. No. Yeah, so, like, that's why I think you could have probably had two maxes and then, uh, like, filled out with the young core, and mm-hmm. you probably could have competed this year, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Like, it would have it been, been nice to see. I think... I really do think, though, that and obviously this is just speculation, but I, I do think that the front office maybe felt pressure that we're okay. not going to get anybody unless we, like, get AD. Um, right. Because, like, the the Kyrie noise was all New York. Kemba, like, the noise was Kemba was going to accept the, the Supermax or take a discount, no less. Which, sorry, got to go on this little quick tangent. I apologize. I love Kimball Walker. I think he's a great player. I'm going to like He's this obviously standard. a great human being. Mm-hmm. Um, he deserves whatever he wants to do. It's his life. Tur- like Taking a discount and not taking the Supermax from Charlotte mm-hmm. would be one of the dumbest things he could possibly do with his professional career. Um, it, 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 literally does, it literally does not make sense because yeah. if you think about it, he is the one player... Who is worth what he like worth anything on the roster? And if you look at their cap sheet, like him taking a discount does not does not does give gives them no further purchasing power. Yeah. Like it is not Kemba's fault that Nick Batum's going to make twenty seven million dollars next year. It's not his fault that Cody Zeller's going to make fifteen million dollars next year. Yeah. It's not his fault that Michael K. Gilchrist is going to make thirteen or Marvin Williams is going to make fifteen. And by the time those guys are off the books, like it'll be just you. 
You should take your money. Him get like take, taking a discount would literally just have him lose money and excuse the foolish decisions of Rich Cho. And, you know, like maybe he just loves Mitch Kupchak. I don't know. Like maybe, but like that is it is that type of stuff that like the players association would hate. Yeah. Hate, hate, hate. That and like as a player as a pro player guy, I would hate that too. Because the only person who deserves their max salary on that entire roster <laughs> is Kimmel Walker. That Batum contract is one of the worst contracts I've ever seen. Right. It's such a bad contract. It, it's beyond bad. But, again, this goes back to your point, Rick. They had to do that to pry him away from Portland, if you remember. Because, yep. right, Portland wanted to keep Batum, obviously. Yeah. But Charlotte had to come with a bigger offer to keep, to steal him. And to be- so that's when you start going into role players and... Batum's a nice player, but he's not a star, and you're going to overpay. To be fair, Batum isn't the player he was on Portland. He was a yeah. lot better on Portland. That's fair. I think that was a – I feel like that was a – I know the Charlotte Hornets used to be, like, pretty heavy uh, into analytics. I feel like that was an overthinker. Like, they were like, this guy – analytics say this guy is really good, mm-hmm. you know? But analytics probably say this guy's really good because he's sharing the court with Dame Lillard and <laughs> C.J. McCollum <laughs> all the time. Like – Maybe we should have watched a little bit more Dick Batum <laughs> before throwing him a max offer sheet. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say before that, so don't worry about it. But yeah, I agree with you. Kemba needs to take that max. He does not need to take... Like I, When I read that, I was just thinking, no, please don't do that. I, I he didn't deserves know allowed, it. Yeah, I didn't know they were allowed to ask them that question. Like That's a weird question to just go up and ask somebody. Like, Would you take less for your employer? Like yeah <laughs> you know what i mean that's weird yeah yeah it is weird um it is weird um not to go backwards but w- uh, i wanted to talk about the free agents again because we don't have any players on our team um so there are a couple former rob palinka clients that will be free agents including one trevor reza including one ed davis um and i think this was sort of my my conclusion of of all this is that like Last summer, we signed LeBron and just, uh, just, just kind of the bed the rest of the summer. Like, didn't really do anything to demonstrate any, like, true level of competency. Nope. This summer, like, like, the job is nowhere near finished. No, not like, at all. And, and it's very obvious that, I mean, I, I don't want to say very obvious. I don't know how the negotiations went, but just from, <laughs> The, the fact that the Pelicans are going to be affecting the Lakers draft until 2025. Like, like, geez, I'm gonna have a baby in 2025. Like, it's crazy to me. Um, like, Rob Palinka needs to really find a way to like show his value. Uh, and, and I feel like getting those, like using those relationships to like hook the Lakers up with those kind of players is like the main way in which he can show his, his value. Mm-hmm. 100% agreed. I think I think this summer is going to be like the make First off, people are already like praising Palinka for this trade, right? Uh, yeah, Palinka has won according to Chris Mannix. Uh, yeah, so like he brought AD when AD wasn't brought beforehand. I I you could argue whether it was a win or not like in a sense, but he brought AD. So he he yeah. did something that didn't happen during the regular season. Now is like the next important step. Like what how do you surround this team? That's what's going to be because I'm going to argue, like, obviously, that next step is going to be way harder than this step of trading for AD. Uh-huh. So that's going to be what shows us how Palinka runs stuff. Yeah. 
I'm gonna steal a word from Pete, but there was like no finesse in this negotiation, right? Like mm-hmm. there was no, we really, I mean, we kept Kuzma, but other than that, everything was pretty much thrown. Yeah. This, this is where I worry though. This is where the margins matter. And like last year, we threw nine million at Rondo, like it was nothing, <laughs> like it was candy, you know. Didn't we, we threw, didn't we make moves so that we could give Rondo nine yeah, million or something? I mean, and oh then oh my god, we've given KCP like thirty million the last two years, off of just like throwing money at. While these other teams are very like meticulous with who they give their money to, and this is where I worry. But this is where he has to show it. I. I genuinely hope, and I I was li- I was thinking of this when I was looking through the free agency list yesterday. I kind of hope, and he might not get any playing time, and that, I'm okay with that. But I hope Pal Gasol takes like very little money just to just to be on the team. That would be nice. That would That'd be, be nice. so nice. Yeah, that would be that would make me very happy. And and never play, just be there. Yeah, <laughs> I remember what it was like winning championships for this team. I can show you the way. Yeah, he won one with Kobe, and he won two with Kobe, and then he's gonna win one with LeBron and AD. That would be nice. I just, I also just find it hilarious that, um, just because you, you're talking about Powell, I found it hilarious that like we currently have like no guards uh-huh. uh, and no wings, and I'm looking at the center list, and like there are a lot of minimum level centers that would fit on this team. Like Amir Johnson's a free agent, Zaza Pachulia is a free agent, Javale Nerland's a free agent. <laughs> Like, Joakim, no, like, I know he's old, but, you know, Willie Cauley-Stein's a free agent, Kyle Quinn's a free agent, Boban's a free agent, DeMarcus Cousins, Dwayne De- and I'm like, man, if only we just needed centers like last year, like, to, <laughs> this would be a great free agency for us. Uh, who, but alas. Yeah. I do think JaVale comes back. I think I think that's going to be a re-signing easily, because I think, I think the Lakers organization likes JaVale, too. Yeah. I think he was actually good for when no, he was healthy last year. I yeah. agree. Although yeah. I do wish we'd get a center that can shoot, like I, that's just that's why I said that's why I genuinely think Brook Lopez is like the perfect center to put next to AD. But yeah. like you don't want you don't want a center that like it just stays in the paint. At least that's my opinion. Yeah, I don't think he's taking four point eight million. Uh, no, there's I don't no think so way. Either. Jesus. I mean, maybe didn't he say he was going to take a discount last year for the Lakers? Yeah, I mean, we could have easily just doubled his salary and he would have signed. It's just. Uh, can't go back to there. No. That that room exception is vital and I really do feel like that's got to go to like that that like that needs to be a finesse. Like that can't go to Trevor Reza. Trevor Reza got paid last summer. Like Right. Yeah. That's got to go to that's got to go to a Ricky Rubio or like a, Cor- a like a Corey Joseph. That and that that can't go to like Damari Carroll. Like I'm going to be very upset. That can't go to Wilson Chandler. Right. It can't go to Rudy Gay. Like those are minimum guys. Yeah. 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 Um It'd be, it would be nice if we had our biannual, but we don't because we used it to sign Rondo. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Uh, Joakim Noah is a free agent. Yeah. Him and LeBron don't really <laughs> mesh, yeah, I don't think. I'm totally Sheesh. kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Not being serious. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at the free agent list. Why is Yao Ming on here? Oh, my God. Uh, I'm on SpotTrack.com, and like they have like legit like all these... Uh, uh, free agents and then at the end of the list it's Yao Ming I don't know why he's already in the Hall of Fame like, yeah I don't know why he's on this list <laughs> he's already, that's hilarious uh, oh man so can we discuss like how to co- they're comparing this to the Boston kind of Nets trade uh, a, yes, a little please. bit so it's a lot different right especially if we get the third max guy like they're like oh this is gonna be Boston Nets 2.0 it's not 
Yeah, that was if like Kevin Garnett was twenty six. Yeah, you know what I mean. They like, traded this... for all old individuals. Yeah, yeah. Like also, this is Anthony freaking Davis, man. Right. Like, like the game has changed. Like he's twenty six years old. He can do everything on the floor. Also, the Nets didn't have LeBron James. Right. So, like honestly, like we could hypothetically win a championship next year. And not make the playoffs again for six years until the pick protections are up. And I'm like, well, we won a ring, so we won the trade. Like, <laughs> you know, like it doesn't, as, as long as I get to see LeBron and Anthony Davis suit up for a whole year, like, and we have a shot to win the championship, it is not at all like the Nets trade. Yeah. Because that team was doomed from the jump. Cause it was angry and injured Deron Williams and old. God, I hate myself. Uh, <laughs> old wheelchair poop guy and Kevin Garnett. Like it's just not the same at all. No, I don't. No. I like I. I understand people wanting to compare it though, because like of uh-huh. the amount of picks and everything, and like giving up a bunch of, you know, just like that. But it's not. It's just also the picks aren't as like crazy as it was for Boston, right? And and I don't think we'll be as bad as New Jersey was through that whole. Time. I don't. I, mean, sorry, I, I Brooklyn. sure hope so. I really do hope so. <laughs> What's hilarious though, if you like pull this full circle, right? The Nets are about to steal the Celtics star this summer. Like that's, and then I think those picks. I think they had like twenty first round picks, and all that's going to be is Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yep. Now, as a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to even go even more full, full circle, Kyle Kuzma was given to us from Brooklyn, who they got in I believe the Celtics trade. <laughs> so it's kind of hilarious. I like this. Keep going. Is there more? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, do you have any more? I'm, I'm excited over here. I'm about to pour a drink and run this back. Ooh, I got it. Kyrie's not coming back and they didn't get AD. There you go. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's nice. All those assets. <laughs> well, this is this it's full circle because uh the Lakers were supposed to trade for KG in 07 and Kevin McHale and Danny Ainge colluded and traded him to the Celtics instead. So yeah. ha 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 ha. <laughs> We always win. We always win. <laughs> Even when we lose. <laughs> <laughs> Even when we lose and for six years straight, we always win. Um, yeah, uh, I think, uh, I think today is going to be a, today I'm going to do, I'm going to do a few things today, uh, other than like, you know, clean my room and go grocery shopping. I'm going to watch a bunch of Anthony Davis highlights mm-hmm. and I am going to try and figure out who in the world is going to take these veteran minimums. Uh, I'm also going to order a custom uh, Anthony jersey for the Lakers. Are you actually number seven? Uh, no, but I'm okay. going to. I'm not. I'm not going to order it, but I am going to put it in my cart. I was going to say that is very risky. You don't even know what number he's getting. I am going to put it in my cart. Um, and if Carmelo joins the Lakers, uh, my, my yo, I'm excited. What is wrong with you? That would be amazing. Meme team version 2.0. How, how, what, no, that, no. Chris Paul's asking for a trade, so why don't we just bring him here, too? That's crazy. Bring so he's like year meme one. Team. Yeah, yeah. This is year one of five, he's already asking for a trade. Instead of meme team, we'll be banana boat team. <laughs> yeah, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. How are the Lakers trash right now when the, the Rockets are paying, you're going to pay 40-year-old Chris Paul, well, 37-year-old Chris Paul, $40 million dollars. <laughs> Meanwhile, Clint Capel is making twenty. Yeah, no, I'm sick of this. Yeah, I'm not paying attention. I'm only reading Lakers blogs from now on. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing the same thing with LeBron. That's yeah. what you'll get. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what you're get. right. That's exactly what. That's what's gonna happen. And then I'll look at them and say, "Okay, all right, sure, whatever makes you feel better." 
isn't it great to be out of these trade things though like i hate the oh. way this is covered like it was just horrible I'm watching so... like every single trade of ours leak and then boston doesn't even get one thing or no other team has their deals at all Brutal. in the media but for some reason ours ours are like laid out in the table for everyone to watch it was just yeah it was ugly and disgusting to, to see think about it no more ad rumors yes like no more even though, like I'm like like I said earlier, I'm gonna miss Lonzo and Ingram like crazy, but just no more of this AD nonsense rumors of thinking of going here, thinking of going there. Just all that stuff is just done. It's done. He's yeah. a Laker. I mean, the yeah. contract hasn't been signed yet, but you, yeah, right. Just can't wait till October. Can't wait till October. Well, got to get through July one first. Yeah, got to get through July sixth. After that, <laughs> I can't. I really hope it's not actually July sixth. I don't. I don't think so. I was just reading, and they said Anthony Davis can waive his like trade kicker, which I think is like f- or Four bonus million. or something. Yeah, so that would add to that, and then they can but kind you go of to, you go to like twenty seven million. Yeah, but but I I don't, I don't think it, that's true. I like it wouldn't make any sense for that to happen. That would be New Orleans just sticking it to the Lakers, and I think that's bad like faith in the negotiations and things like that. So I don't. Know. I, I'm gonna work as if we have a third max slot i'm not ruining my june (laughs) well uh i remember i told you not to get attached to that number four pick yeah yeah this is why did you get attached a little bit i watched wait one more garland video than i needed to but (laughs) (laughs) are you still going to summer league yes i think i'll still be there uh to watch whoever we have out there (laughs) i guarantee you that trade made people not want to go anymore though oh for sure I mean, hey, Jamario Jones will still be there, and uh, Mo Wagner and Isaac Bonga. Yeah, I'll still be there. Are they gonna? Is someone's got to? Someone's got to win MVP for us. It's a tradition. Who do you think will have the Josh Hart summer league breakout this year? I don't think any of them. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Jamario Jones. <laughs> I think he'll average like 15 boards per game. Uh, but I don't know. I don't think there's an actual breakout. Yeah. I I do genuinely believe that Jamario Jones will average like. 14 points and 15 rebounds i think there's a salt like not 15 rebounds but like 13 rebounds but as far as like a scoring like machine i don't see bonger mo wagner doing that or jamario jones i I remember mo was good last year right before he got hurt in summer league i remember he he was playing well so i could see him like maybe hitting a few threes a game but somebody's got to show out yeah somebody's got to show out i didn't drive four hours for nothing like (laughs) show me something (laughs) <laughs> i'm excited though Same. i'm excited I, just to be in to be in the area see the vibes oh Woj just tweeted about the uh about the trade date by the way what do he say uh expectation is anthony davis trade will be completed on july 6th league sources tell bobby marks and me assuming davis declines to void his trade bonus this leaves the lakers with 23.7 million in space there is a chance that could be amended to July oh, 30, okay. but it's oh, still that last for sense. now. Yeah, it's getting so amended. he's just it's getting yeah amended. he's just he's just talking he's just yeah. blowing smoke. Oh, for sure. It's getting God, amended. I hate. Oh my gosh, I don't want to say. Remember when I said wax. there was no more AD rumors? Yeah, I was wrong. There's still a little <laughs> bit left in the tank. Yo, Rob Palinka must be the most hated man in the league for all this. <laughs> Rob Palinka and Rich Paul, man, are just public enemies number one and two. <laughs> and that's fine. We'll take it. We got AD. Okay. We're gonna get a max slot. You can so, hate us. Yeah, keep 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 this up. Keep it up. Yeah, keep it up for another month. <laughs> oh man. Um, 
Yeah, well, until Woj and Bobby Marks decide to uh, put down their pitchforks in their never-ending mob rage against the Lakers and Rich Paul, <laughs> any any final thoughts on the on the Anthony Davis trade and the the Lakers' 2019-2020 uh, season? I I I think just sit back and watch. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. And, uh, congratulations to the Toronto Raptors who won the title. Yes, which was the point the point of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> You know, congratulations. Through through all the trades and the uh, free agencies, uh, we still have to, you know, play basketball, and the finals were just on. <laughs> so, so do you guys remember game five where, like, I think they came back and won, the Warriors did? Yes. Yeah. I left because they were up six, and I thought the Raptors won already. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, it's over. You know, Kawhi looked unstoppable. I left, and then the Warriors came back and won. I was like, oh, my God, and I felt so dumb. So I missed, like... I missed that, and I missed the AD trade. So, Let's see what else. I was in Toronto for uh, for Game Five, and I was in, I was in the stadium, mm-hmm. um, and I was watching with like Toronto employees, basically. Mm-hmm. Like there was a section roped off with Toronto employees, mm-hmm. and just the it was like number one, the 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 sadness of watching the Warriors come back in that game was just brutal to be around. Like the air was sucked out of that room. And then, like, it was, like, it wasn't, like, front office staffers. It was, like, you know, like, ticket sales people. Right. And like, like, some concessions and some marketing. And then the realization that, like, oh, my God, if it comes back to seven, we all have to work on Father's <laughs> Day. It was the saddest moment. So, I'm so glad they won an Oracle. Wait, Shout out to So, you were at game five? Yes, sir. Okay. Did you hear cheers when Durant went down? Well, okay. So, I was a bit confused because... Durant went down, but what was also happening was that the Warriors turned the ball over yeah. and the Raptors scored on a fast break. So, like, there was cheering when Durant went down, but I don't think it was like, hey, that guy's career is never going to be the same. Yeah! yeah. I think it was, oh, he's down. Oh, we're scoring. Oh, we're going to win the finals. Goodbye, Durant. Like, I don't think it was like some, some like, like, it wasn't, it wasn't in good taste by any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination, mm-hmm. but like, Come on, man. They're Canadians. Like, they're not. It wasn't. It wasn't as bad as people were making it out to be. Like, and the people I were around, I was around, <laughs> were not. Uh, they like they were. They were not. There was no cheering for Durant being injured. They were like, "Oh my God, like what? What's going on?" Um, and obviously, like, I'm, I'm not excusing it by any stretch of the imagination. But obviously, when it happened, it was the same leg that he hurt his calf yeah. on. I don't think people were like, "Yeah, Achilles tear." Like, yeah. no one was like that. Yeah. Um, but that being said, like there was cheering, so I get every every reaction. But that's just, that was not the reality in my uh, from what I saw with my own eyes. Fair point. I think I think I think that's a good that's a good reason too. Like I feel like scoring going in fast break on the other point side, they're not really like paying attention to that at that moment. So yeah, solid point. The, the video looked bad though. Like yeah. it was like that whole section was waving goodbye to him, like as he was on the floor. I think that's yeah. kind of what fueled that. But yeah. Didn't look good. No. I'll say that. Not at wasn't all. Their, wasn't their best moment. Wasn't their best moment. But game six was their best moment. It was. Come home, Kawhi. <laughs> Come home, Kawhi. You, Bron, and AD are just catching all the Rondo passes. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even answering that. Oh, man. Well, I just lost two friends, so I think that's a great place to end the podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, by the time you guys, uh, here, by the time we, we, we talk to you, to you all, uh, again, 
We will be knee-deep into in the free agency. Hopefully, we'll have some more answers. But in the meantime, goodbye, Lonzo. Goodbye, Brandon. Goodbye, Josh. Thank you for giving us years of exciting basketball, man. It was so fun to watch a uh, yep. a young team full of uh, energetic guys with potential growing and becoming better basketball players and Especially with regards to Lonzo, just becoming a you know becoming a man, you know, growing into his own, taking control of his life. Josh being able to to brand himself and sort of you know gain business outside of basketball, and Brandon just becoming a freaking beast, a monster year after year, improving. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to the fourth pick, we hardly knew you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I didn't watch any scouting videos. <laughs> oh man. And to Anthony Davis. Welcome, Welcome. big man. Let's get it. All right. Until next time, this has been The Forum. Peace. Peace. Yeah, let's go. We're back, baby. (laughs)